0: Right, hello and welcome to Mad About Your Sports, episode 1 podcast. And I'd just like to start off with thanking all the people on Blogger that have followed my blog. And after getting onto the Blogs of Note page, I've got a hell of a lot of traffic, so I'd just like to thank you all for that. And thank you for all the comments I've got. I've tried to reply to most of them. Now I'm just going to be doing an in-depth view onto this weekend's Premier League fixtures. So if we start with the unbeaten team Newcastle and they're at home to Everton in the early kickoff in the Premier League and I think really without Gabriel Obertan they may struggle for width but I think if they can get Teote back I think that is a crucial part of their team with Cobain um, Teote in the middle they are rock solid and you've got Coluccini and Taylor behind them now with Leon Best getting the Republic of Ireland call-up as well, I think that's good news for him. And Denver Bar getting the hat-trick at Stoke. Now, there's not many teams that go to Britannia and make T- Stoke look as ordinary as they did. And Everton, I mean, they lost to United last week 1-0. I think they put in a decent-ish performance. They didn't do a lot with the ball. They had a lot of possession in the second half. I don't think they did a lot with it. Um... But I think if I go back to the Wigan game at St James's Park, where Newcastle were expected to breeze the game, and really they didn't play well, so I I think Newcastle just scrape. I'm going to go two one to Newcastle there, and the next one up is at Villa Park. Now I've been I've been to see Villa, uh, not under McLeish, I must admit, but I have been to see Aston Villa, and they are a force at home. But Norwich have been surprising with me. I didn't expect them to start so well they played well at Stamford Bridge they played well at Anfield um, they've played well wherever they've gone really I think this season but I think they won't I don't think they'll get a victory or anything at Villa Park I think under McLeish I think Gaston are going to be tightly knit and maybe with the Barry Bannon situation things might be a bit tense at Villa Park but I think with Darren Bent at like lahore and Heskey I think they'll, be, they'll get something out of the game I think I'm going to go to nail to Villa now I think Arsenal against West Brom is a perfect place now to continue Arsenal have been on great form for later but they didn't play well in the week once again to the consistency at the Emirates which let them down last season it was unsurprising that their home form was so poor again this season and I think you'll all remember last time that West Brom Went and got a great result at Arsenal, and that was on a bad day, at Arsenal. But I think players like Jovinho and such a great win against Chelsea last weekend. I think that'll really inspire him to go on now and spearhead their campaign. So I'm going three nil to the Gunners. Now, on un- two bosses meet that have been extremely under fire: Blackburn and Chelsea. Van have had Andres, Boash who has lost two games on the bounce and I think it was 60 years something like that that Chelsea have not lost three games in a row but Blackburn also Steve Keane is extremely under fire with fans protesting nearly before every home match now and some fans even went out to India last month when they went on tour and even protested there um, and I'm, I feel sorry for Steve Keane because I've been to Blackburn I've met Steve Keane he's a cracking bloke uh, really down to earth guy but I mean the players are working their socks off for him but I don't think he's got the quality that he's that's the, it's the quality that he's lacking really um, yeah the quality, losing players like Phil Jones and I think Junior Hoyler rumours he's going to move on to a bigger club such as Tottenham uh, he's nearing the end of his contract so I do feel for Steve Keane and he hasn't helped himself with results really I know that's not down to him, but at the end of the day, he's picking the players. And I think it's going to be another home defeat. I think Chelsea, with players like Mata, who is so influential in the game, I'm going to go 2-0 to Chelsea. Now, next up, Liverpool-Swansea. And Kenny Dalglish this week has been very, very pleased and praising of Swansea. And Brendan Rodgers described that as touching he was very happy that, he was over the moon in fact, that Kenny Dugley, such a key figure in football, has acknowledged Brendan Rodgers' efforts at the Liberty Stadium. Um, and I've been to both stadiums, very nice stadiers, um, and at Anfield this weekend, now Anfield, when they get behind the team, they've done very well, but I think performances such as Norwich... And Sunderland have got to say that they cannot take lower league teams lightly. Now Swansea, it's been on and off that away from the were terrible to lose a result. I can only describe it as terrible to lose the game at Wolves where they ended up finishing 2-2. To lose two goals in one half, I think that was very poor defensively. But you've got to look on the other flip side. They dominated the game in the first half. But I can't see them doing a repeat of Norwich, not and Liverpool have had that wake-up call thanks to the Carrow Road bunch. I can't see Liverpool slipping up with Luis Suarez. I'm sure they've worked on shooting in training because that must be on the agenda. So I'm going to go with a comfortable Liverpool victory. I'm going to go three-one to Liverpool. Now Alex Ferguson, or Sir Alex Ferguson, I should say has managed Manchester United now for 25 years, so from Mad About Your Sport, I'd like to say that is an absolutely amazing achievement. Now, I've done some research on managers, and the average manager nowadays gets under a year to apply his trade at the club, which I think is diabolical. Managers need time to influence their ideas on players, build the team they want. They can't inherit teams because that isn't their team. Now I'm into my coaching and I would really think that you need to build your own team. You've got to get the team you want and then if it doesn't work, maybe it's not for you, maybe you need to move on clubs. But Sir Alex Ferguson spent 25 years rebuilding, selling, rebuilding, selling, yet keep winning. And I think it's it's fit, it's been described as fitting this week that the manager he comes up against this weekend is Steve Bruce, who was the Manchester United cap- Manchester United captain to win the first trophy under Ferguson so I think it'll be an emotional game for Ferguson however I think he's more focused on the 3 points and Sunderland haven't been bad at late they got off to a poor start but I mean the victory over Bolton was a, a demolition of Bolton and I'm not saying that Bolton are a top side evidently they're not they're near the bottom but it was a turning point, I think, in the season for Sunderland and they can stay up. Quality players like Wickham and quality players like Ben And last week's result against Aston Villa, they went behind twice, poor defending, but they did come back. And I think this weekend, if they could do that again, it'd be great. But I'm not sure. I think Manchester United last week against Everton, they sort of switched off after the goal. I mean, I'm, I wasn't sure what was going on, they just sort of switched off. But they weren't really troubled. I think that that pleased Ferguson. They were not troubled. Everton didn't have many chances. The Leighton Baines free kick that hit the bar was the main one. And I think with all the hype around Ferguson, it can only go one way really. I think it's going to be a Manchester United victory. And I'm going to go another nitty gritty one nail to Manchester United. Now the late kick-off on Saturday is Queen's Park Rangers against Manchester City. Now it's going to be a push for time for David Silva who did his back in against Villarreal where they won 3-1 in the week in the Champions League so congratulations to Manchester City. So uh, he's been, in my eyes, one of the best players in the Premier League this season. Now I would have really liked him to see, to have been playing in the other colour of Manchester which is the red. Um, yeah, up United. Come on, the reds. But um Yeah he's playing in blue and he's been absolutely superb and so has Aguero so I think they'll have enough but on the contrary Queen's Park Rangers did beat Chelsea at home and I think Manchester City seem to relax in the first half and they, they come alive in the second half. They've only scored seven goals in the first half in all games this season. So I think Neil Warnock will want his team to get out quick in their faces, and I think Manchester are going to have to be on it from the first minute. Um, but I think they'll have far too much quality of Queens Four Rangers. I'm going to go uh, 4 0 to Manchester City. Now on Sunday there's three, well, three mediocre fixtures really. The big teams are on the Saturday, but we start off with um, struggling Bolton Wanderers at home to Stoke. Now, both teams would be looking for a response. Bolton, not playing great at the moment. They did beat Wigan last week, yet they're still struggling. I mean, Stoke got embarrassed I think I can only describe embarrassed by Newcastle. They looked so ordinary. Roy DeLapp was not troubling Tim Cruel with his throw-ins. They looked, I mean, apart from the penalty, which was a Stonewall penalty, they looked incredibly ordinary. Uh, They did not deserve to win the game. Despite Tony Puyas' comments. They were incredibly poor. But I am going to go with the Stoke victory. With Peter Crouch. I mean beating Maccabi Tel Aviv. It's going to take a lot out of them. Coming back from Israel. And they haven't played well really. After European matches. You've got to look at the defeat to Sunderland 4-0. Which is when they came back. After being in Ukraine. Um, But I am going to go with a Stoke victory after struggling um, against Newcastle, and Bolton also struggling, so I'm going to go Stoke 1-0 there. Now, the Skylive Super Sunday clash is Wolves v Wigan and Fulham vs Tottenham, so we'll begin with the first, which is Wolves at home to Wigan, now both sides desperately need a victory here. Wolves, I mean they've obviously had their problems with the Boo Boys... And they did come back against Swansea, which I think many fans were very surprised. And I remember watching it on Sky and thinking, they're never going to come back from this. Swansea dominated the first half. And I think the the turning point in the game, uh, just the tone, the mood of Molineux changed when the two subs were made by Mick McCarthy and many fans were chanting, you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're doing. Well, what I think Mick McCarthy should have said in his interview at the end is, if I was a manager, I definitely would have. I'd have said, well, to be quite frank, I do know what I'm doing. We came back, we got the draw, get behind the team, get in you you know, get you buzzing, need to get the team behind, need to get behind the team. You've got to be the 12th man. I think fans just, it. there's no place for you. Just don't go if you don't want to watch. And Wolves against Wigan, Wigan. Again, they needed a result of Bolton last week. They got stuffed, really, 3-1. And I think this is it for them this season. I don't think they're going to stay up. And really, if you've read my relegation odds on my blog, it's going to be for me there Wigan, Bolton and Blackburn going down this season. I think Swansea will just survive by the skin of their teeth. Uh, Wigan, and I'm I'm going to go for a draw here. I'm going to go for 2-2 similar to the Swansea game but I'm going to go 2-2 and the final game I'm going to have a look at today is Fulham versus Tottenham now Spurs got a good result against QPR but a disappointing result really against Rubin Kazan where they lost 1-0 to a splendid free kick by Kazan I mean if you haven't seen it, you know, YouTube it or try and find it, it was a great free kick But I think in the absence of Harry Redknapp, I think they struggled against Katana. Joe Jordan and Kevin Bond, I don't think think they're better as coaches. No offence to them, but I think Harry Redknapp has got the man-manager skills and he knows how to deal with different scenarios in games. But just from Mad About Your Sport, if you can just take a minute, I just want to say get well soon to Harry after his heart surgery. So yeah, we wish him all the best and we hope to see him back on the touchline soon. Now Fulham, after a nervy start at the cottage against Wislaw Krakow, they came up with a convincing performance and again, two superb goals, the second and the third. I mean, wow, they were neatly worked. Um, but Fulham, again, also got a good result against QPR when they won six now, but I can't see them being that influential against Spurs, I think Spurs with Modric Bale, Vandavar Adibayor, they're going to be right at it but I think the Harry Redknapp I think will overshadow um, the match, I think his his health will overshadow any performance so I'm, you know, Fulham are always difficult to beat at at the cottage as Manchester United have found a season's gone by you know, but Martin Yarl he hasn't got off to the best of starts he would have wanted, but Alpha is going to stick by him. It's who they wanted in the first place. And I am going to go for a draw again here. I'm going to go for a 1 1 draw. So that's on at 4 o'clock on Sky, and the Wolves Wigan just before that. So thank you for listening to my views on this weekend's matches and the build up. And just comment or email me. So my email is thesaltjigger at hotmail.co.uk. And, or you could tweet me at Salt one if you want me to discuss anything in the next podcast. If not, if you haven't seen my blog already, it's SaltiesSportNews.blogspot.com, and you can follow on there. You can view my get constant updates for all my posts. So if you just want to get in touch with me, you can tweet me, email me, or just comment on my blog. So thank you for listening.